0: Welcome to the Colchester Garden Festival podcast, brought to you by In Colchester and Our Culture, and hosted by me, Lee Connolly, the Skinny jean Gardener. The Colchester Garden Festival runs from the 21st of July to the 22nd of August, and as part of the festival, we have these four part podcasts to enjoy on the walk and trails into town. Plus, there's school gardens over by the Mercury Theatre where I'll be hosting my very own show on the 31st of July. There's sow and grow sessions throughout the whole month, and there's so much more. Find out more at inculture.co.uk forward slash garden festival. Welcome to the podcast. Like I said, welcome to the Colchester Garden Festival podcast, and this is a podcast of four parts, where you can join us on the trails throughout the Colchester Garden Festival. My name is Lee Connie, the Skinny Jean Gardener, and you may have seen me on programs such as CBBC, Blue Peter, BBC Teach, Sunday Brunch, and even The Gadget Show, that's right. Oh yeah, The Gadget Show, no I didn't meet the guy from red dwarf no i didn't meet him but i was there anyway irrelevant i'm also a podcaster of six years with my own podcast the teacher parent garden club podcast which we'll come to later on in this podcast Uh, but you everyone are on the sit john's trail which is quite close to my heart because i actually grew up in sit john's and this trail starts at the end of upland drive where it meets ipswich road as you start your way into town it takes around half hour from that point to get into town but there are little offshoots if you join us on the trail where you can get the map from various places around town and on the website as we go down into town there is a little offshoot into highwoods an absolutely amazing place where sometimes i headed to when it snowed uh, to take my sledge, in fact, I took my daughter there. was it I don't know, was it a couple of years ago we had snow? That's terrible, isn't it? terrible? I can't remember when we last had snow oh. um but I think it was last year we when we did. You can correct me um messages on a postcard please anyway highwood an absolutely amazing little offshoot from this trail to go and spend some time with Uh, and on the trail there are loads of questions and activities that you can do too as you head down into town you will find the ipswich road roundabout now there actually used to be a garden center here but can you tell me what that garden center used to be called and also a little challenge for you is Is there a way that you think we could perhaps make this roundabout, this new roundabout, a little bit more wildlife-slash-garden-friendly? At the moment, it seems to be a bit of a tarmac, um, I don't even know, nightmare, really. And I really think that we could do something to make it a little bit more prettier. So, can you tell me, at the bottom of Ipswich Road, as you walk into town, Also, as you walk down past where that garden centre used to be, perhaps some of you are old enough like myself to remember that, you'll also find a green area on East Street. Once you go over the River Cone, there's an amazing little space where there is a park and green space, which I think we don't use enough. We sort of take these green spaces a little bit for granted. Then, as you walk your way up East Hill, you will find obviously Colchester castle an amazing space and again a place that i must say that St John's trail has quite a few of areas that you can go and enjoy um on your way into town which probably will take you a little bit longer than what you expect the colchester castle is an absolutely incredible place and including the colchester castle park wow what an area that we have here in colchester and I really feel, I've lived here my entire life, I don't make the most of what we have here. So go and enjoy Culture Castle Park for a little bit before you pop into town. And then the final place on the trail is up near the Big Jumbo, uh, near the Mercury Theatre. And this is the place where the school gardens are this year. 13 incredible primary school gardens, all based on the Queen's Jubilee. And you, yes, you can vote for the winner. And the winner is in for a chance of winning a school garden success plan, tools, and books too. And if you want to win a How to Get Kids Gardening book, you can win by taking a picture near the Big Jumbo and them school gardens and hashtagging Colchester Garden Festival, tagging Skinny Jean Gardener and in Colchester. And at the end of the festival, I'll be sure to pick a winner. It's a great trail, this one, the John's one, and I really do hope you enjoy it and give yourself a little bit more time to explore those areas along the way. As part of this podcast, to keep you company, I have added some parts uh, from my own podcast for you to enjoy. Some interviews. I've been going since 2017 with my gardening podcast, and when it first started, I had some amazing, uh, amazing guests on the show, which are from colchester one of those people were lucy chamberlain and she is uh, a garden and podcaster herself Uh, she also writes for various garden magazines and is a colchester resident too so it was an absolute pleasure to be able to join our house and interview her for one of my first proper interviews i'd say and i'd love you to hear a little bit of it so here you go (music) You can yeah. say your name if you want, but I've already said it. Yeah. Know? Lucy Chamberlain. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not like a police interview or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> sure, where you on a night?
1: Um, so, yeah, so I'm at the minute head gardener at East Dolan Hall, which if I just move my head over there, I can see out of our lounge window, which is only about two miles away, which is great. So, so you can
0: like check, check up on
1: it? Yeah, exactly. I can see what's going on, and uh, yeah, commuting doesn't take too much. I can leave the house, I've worked out, leave the house four minutes before I need to get to work at 8 o'clock in the morning and I'll get there early. That's perfect. That's <laughs> how it works. That's quite nice. Yeah. And um, so I'm a, into gardening because my folks were market gardeners, then I retired, but they were both smallholders and initially they uh, had a place at Lawford, which is called the Land Settlement Agency, which is still there. Um, and then my dad just decided to, he thought, I'll have, have a go on my own. So he moved to Crawford. And we had 12 acres of glass and open fields and salads and all sorts. So from the year dot, I was involved in growing veg, which was great. So that's why I've followed this route, because I absolutely love it. It sort of taps into all those lovely memories you have when you were a kid. And also, you know, like eating homegrown veg and fruit is so nice and just so rewarding. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's why... uh, I thought, I just want to do this myself. I was going to take over mum and dad's nursery, but it was at the time when the supermarkets were really, they were squeezing small growers like that, unless you specialised in one thing and just did, on, did that. Uh, and mum and dad didn't, they had lots of every different thing. Um, yeah, they struggled a little bit and they sort of were like, oh, we don't, we're not making any money. So I thought, well, I'll study horticulture, went to Little College, uh, did commercial horticulture there, and then I thought, oh, I really like the science stuff and stuff, things. So I then I went on to do a degree at Y College in environmental biology. But it was all like the conservation and, you know, pollution and um, composting. We had a module on composting. Awesome. I know <laughs> Exactly. That's all <laughs> you can say to that, isn't it? Really, It wasn't actually, honestly, quite interesting. So now I do look at a compost heap with a different pair of them, totally like, <laughs> I promise. So, um, yeah, so that's how that all came about. And then my first job was at Wisley Gardens, which was lovely, you know, it was such a fantastic place to work, and it wasn't just the setting, which in itself is awesome, it was the people, the people there, just lovely, really nice, and I had such a nice time there, I was in the advisory department, but we then were allowed to go out into the garden and work and chat with the gardeners, go on all the demos and go to all the shows back in the day of when they had the Scotland show, or oh, oh, so we, and we'd go to Chelsea, Hampton Court, year on year on year, and just answer the members' inquiries. Yeah. And that was lovely. And I was like a big sponge, just soaking it all up. <laughs> because you're asked, you are know, asked the same questions again, and again, and again, and now I've worked out, it's stuck in my memory. Yeah. It was my memory, and I think you were saying the same thing. It's not that great when it comes to short term stuff, but that really gave me a fantastic foundation. Um, and while I was at Wisley I did a bit of TV work, which was nice, cool. uh, a bit of Hampton Court and um, appeared on a Gardener's World special with Monty Don for an hour at Harlow Carr, oh. which was nice. Yeah, just again answering people's questions. Um, and I entered the Young Horticulturist of the Year. Oh yeah? But that Yeah, so that was, I entered it the last year I possibly could for my age and came second.
2: Oh wow, that's cool. The whole country because well, that's like a world <laughs> it was that <laughs> worldly it wasn't <laughs> world. yeah so that
1: you know that was I say a really lovely foundation and then when I was at Wisley I started helping put together the help and advice pages of the magazine
2: yeah
1: and that got me into the writing side of things and then a job came up it's quite a difficult decision to leave Wisley because it's such a fantastic place but I did want to try different things um and I sort of knew in my heart again I didn't I wasn't from Surrey and I'm quite a, I'm quite a sort of like I like Essex yeah. you know and I don't want to be near my folks and stuff so I sort of thought well I'll do another job so I went down to amateur gardening in um, Paul Dorset beautiful part of the world was there for uh, four years as their gardening editor but it was like basically what jobs you do in the garden this week so lots of practical step-by-step stuff and uh, yeah, that was good fun. Yeah,
2: that was good.
1: So yeah, it was I was a so lovely again, lovely people. Um, interesting working on the weekly magazine. Yeah. Deadlines like there's so many deadlines you that almost every don't week notice them. It, that one?
2: Yeah. Oh go.
0: Yeah, so cool? cool. yes. That just sounds like really bad No, no, not no. Really. <laughs> immediately. Oh I'm yeah, yeah, in. I know that, yeah, of course. <laughs> I know that.
1: So no, I don't buy it, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Yeah, it's still going yeah. It's been going since 1800 and something or other oh, It's one of the longest running mags it's oh gosh, I know, it's crazy No, no Well, I'll if show... they're listening, send me
0: something <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Send them a send couple the of magazines Send whole back
1: catalog In a truck <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, so that was Amateur Gardening And then, then my kind of like lovely The final bit of the jigsaw puzzle came along It was like, grow your own magazine So that's like a, you know, essentially like a small holding magazine, growing veg, fruit, keeping chickens, bees. A job came up to be editor there, and that was based in Colchester. Wow, you know, so you just think, absolutely perfect for me. And yeah, it was, um, really, it was. And it gave me a fantastic entry into understanding all the workings of the magazine. Amity Gardening gave me, you know, an understanding of that to a point. But with it being an editor, you've got to plan all the uh, features to make sure that they're advertising friendly. There's all the commercial side of magazines that you don't really get to see until you're in that driving seat. You've got to make it work. And then obviously you've got to maintain the, um, what's the word, like the the sort of kudos and the clarity of it all without leaning too much into the advertising. You want to have authority and not look like you're biased. And so it's quite a juggling act, but but loved it, really loved that as well. Um, but then I wanted to get back into practical gardening, which is now what I'm doing more of. Right. Three days a week at uh, Head Gardener at East London Hall, and then another job, we've been doing that this morning actually, This um, in thinking Fingringhoe where we are now, Church Green Trust is um, a place where people in the village can go and live out their twilight years right opposite the church, there's about, I think it's six um little units there okay. and uh you go and see people they have a cup of tea we were just digging over uh, this chap Peter's his veggie garden he was getting a bit disheartened because he was finding it more hard work so it was his birthday on saturday we dug over his vegetable garden for him this morning and I, <laughs> and he, he was trapped <laughs> to pieces and i presented him with this tray of like sea potatoes because he said to me oh, i really like osteoceptor sea potatoes i was like right I wrote it down on my phone when he wasn't looking, and then we presented him with a seed tray of potatoes. <laughs> and, smiling, and I think he was happy. Oh, I think cool. he was quite pleased. My thirtieth birthday's coming up, by the
0: way, so yeah. I'm going to come over to mine and do mine over. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were
1: going to for some seed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so that's what I do. now. and then I still do writing. So I still write for Amateur Gardening, but as a freelancer. Yeah. And I write for the Guardian, oh, which I has th- been lovely. Really enjoyed doing that. That's started online and it's now migrated to the actual Saturday magazine
0: oh yeah
1: that's great that's lovely so yeah and then this first this year and no bit a little bit last year my friend Caroline and I so Caroline I've known since my parents were on that land settlement agency small holding so I've known her since I was two and then we went off in different ways I went to college she um, carried on with, with working with farm shops and doing floristry and all stuff like that. So she's much more practical in that sense. Which is she can grow the most amazing veg. Yeah. <laughs> really, really good. And Her cut flowers are stunning. So a couple of years ago, we both wanted to do something that was quite like a garden school. That's what we're, we're the, so we're the cottage garden school. That's yeah. what we're called. Um, and we run courses on um, planning and, and planting your own fruit and veg garden or pruning. Um, arranging cut flowers in the summer, making your own cutting patch. In the winter, we do wreath days. We're trying to organise some willow weaving courses as well. But oh, the new, cool. oh, the chap who we can't do it. So we're speaking with a guy in Leia who, so we might do willow as well. We keep adding to our courses. So
0: we'll you do it? Mm. One We'd, place or all over?
1: It's two places. So Caroline's nursery is really good for. Um, we've got a polytunnel there, cool. and so in the winter when you do the wreath days. We can fill that all up with big tables and loads of foliage and stuff. And she's got a little summer house too. So we start off with teas and coffees there yeah. and then take people over to the polytunnel. They have a nice lunch as well in the kitchen. It's all, that's that's nice. So it shows like a working nursery. Yeah. And then the flip side of that is that we can then do courses also at East Dolan Hall, right. which has got its wall kitchen garden. So when we do like the veg design course, we start, start it at the wall kitchen garden for the morning. And then in the afternoon, people come here and have a look at my little garden. Oh, that's cool. So they can see a big kitchen garden, but then understand how to put it into a much smaller space. Yeah. You've been like been when when you first turned up. The principles of that garden are the same, aren't they? They're literally just like it's a square. Yeah. But it's just not an acre. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah. Forty foot by forty foot, but it's the same thing. You know, you've got your your sunny wall, and you shove all your peaches and your gages there, and then you've got the shady bit, and you put all your currants and bits and bobs there, lots of nice veggie beds.
0: It's just knowing where to put everything. Yeah, where, it's exactly me, the same. I'm like me I just chucked everything wherever it. It, wherever it would fit to begin with. That's
1: That's maverick. That's, that's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> maverick so, slash idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you've got to try stuff, haven't you? That's the only way you really... You can, you can learn all the theory... Of Gardening, but I still think that's why I wanted to go back into practical horticulture because I'd obviously done that a lot with mum and dad yeah. and a little bit of college, but my career was going more into writing about it, and I love that, but I want to get my hands dirty as well because you learn um, not so much just we all know about a certain plant, we know what it looks like, know what it flowers, know what soil type it likes, that kind of stuff, but then when you put it in a garden and you see how it responds to that particular location and that soil type yeah that teaches you that little bit more. And I find that part of it really interesting. That's what I'm absorbing now an awful lot. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That's just true. little tweaks and fine tuning and all that kind of stuff. The, so
0: the cottage is it called is it called? Cottage? Yeah, so it's garden. cottage garden school. school. How yeah. often are you going to do like
1: what courses? courses? I've got one this Saturday so yeah that's the rose pruning morning and then we've got another pruning one um, got a few pruning ones in the winter yeah so you've got to wrap up for <laughs> Yeah. Of <those laughs> um, lots of cups of tea lots of soup so we Me look did. after you well don't worry yeah so the course is, is roughly every three or four weeks mm-hmm. we have a course and
0: it's just like so. concentrating on one certain like the pruning side of stuff and yeah then like
1: exactly so we've got to either do pruning mornings or pruning days and then like the, the, the veg design and fruit uh, garden design ones a, a day um, and the willow weaving again. There'll probably be a day because you want to make something nice for your garden. Yeah. So yeah, and then the we we, we do is either half day or a full day. Oh, and cool. if the, if it's full day, you get a nice home. It's home grown, home cooked lunch. So it's really properly reinforcing. You're all saying about saying me now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <I mean. laughs> you can come along. I'll give you the well, Can I give out the website? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. So it's www.cottagegardenschool.co.uk. And then we've got a Twitter account and an Instagram account under the same colour name. So, because oh, cassette- that' pretty, we're taking lots of pretty pictures on my swanky camera. Perfect. Uh, so yeah, we're gradually building up. That's so, cool. Yeah, oh, that's all good. Yeah, it's nice fun. I think with gardening, you you want to teach people stuff, but it's all about um a making it a really nice day. So for example, we don't make people take notes we give them loads of handouts and say look just chill out and enjoy the day yeah. knowing that all that information is there and if you've got any questions you can just email us later but also you know get nice lunch nice i was making flatjack the other night for the rose pruning morning oh, wow. i'm going to drizzle some chocolate on that tonight so... you get <laughs> but, <up. laughs> yeah. but you want to um you want to understand a like looking at stuff like the rose pruning we've got the ones i've been pruning at Easton hall uh, and then once I've left to show you what it looked like before, and then what it looks like once you've pruned it. Yeah. So because they don't look like they do in the pruning manuals,
2: no. <laughs> do they? Or any
1: diagram of pruning is just not so far from what they actually in reality are. Plants don't grow stems where you want them to; they mm-hmm. grow where they want them to. And then you've got to just understand it. So that's that it's more about practical hands-on experience, a lovely day out, and um, just. Yeah, that sort of more real element, rather than just like a, a manual and a scientific approach. It's like, yeah, this is what it's really about. Yeah. yeah. So that sounds good. Yeah.
0: So a lot of um, what you do is like basically give a lot of advice to people.
1: I am a giver. of advice. <laughs> I like to share the love of gardening. That's what I do. I'm a helper. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: <laughs> so the people who want to get into like gardening, maybe is people listen that. Yeah. Just listen because they really enjoy listening to my. Lovely tones. I know they do. But I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, just staring into your eyes
1: at the minute sure. in awe. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> but if they're, if they're thinking about getting to garden and all, gardening or island
0: gardening, what sort of first tips have you got for them?
1: I think don't rush into too much. Don't be too, um, not ambitious, that's not the word, but you can sort of think, oh right, I'm going to really go for it. Because um, sometimes it's nice just to observe a garden and work out what's there already. Yeah. like the, the one we've been printing this morning the church green trust there's loads of lovely established trees and shrubs there but they've just not been they need to have like a renovation um and then there's lots of bulbs popping up and again we don't actually know what's there at the moment, so we're just sometimes just sitting and waiting yeah. there's obvious jobs that you can do like maybe clearing a little patch of ground or doing some research buying some seeds getting a few plants but nothing don't be too ambitious because there's nothing worse. Once you've started sewing stuff and they're all popping up everywhere, you've yeah. got to then put it somewhere, you know, and um, yeah, so I think it's just gentle, yeah, nice and nice gentle approach, don't be too gung-ho. Yeah, I've had so. that
0: before, I've just had a whole greenhouse full of
1: yeah. pots of everything. it's very exciting, no it. but you're like, what? <laughs> what do I do now? now and you giving them to people that come around. Yeah. Like, I, I love sewing tomatoes and chilies, and initially I'd, I'd so... Hundreds of the women things because they germinate really readily. Yes. But now I have to. I think no, I only need six, so I'll sow maybe eight, and that's it. Oh, i still you know.
0: get excited. Oh God, I know. I, I do about six packs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad
1: I know where to come for my tomato plants now. Then I haven't got to bother sowing any of these at all. The <laughs> I just come straight to you. Yeah. Can I start give you the seed sentiment. packets today? Do it. Is yeah, that I'm all right? Happy, yeah.
0: Go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might just start like, a little sale up outside the front of my house. <laughs> thanks so much to lucy from all those years ago and if you want to listen to more of my podcast i've got almost 500 episodes now at the teacher parent garden club maybe you're a teacher maybe you're a parent maybe you're someone that just loves children's gardening it is a great podcast for anything uh, gardening wise around the family and plus gives some amazing ideas too uh, Talking about amazing ideas in the How to Get Kids Garden book that you could win, there are loads of different cheap and easy ideas no matter what space you have. And one of the ideas that I really, really love in this book is something called the topsy turvy tomato planter. That's right, you can grow tomatoes upside down with this easy gardening make and plus my daughter loves it because we're reusing and recycling plastic bottles so get a plastic bottle, and for this you're going to have to have grown a tomato plant from seed because you need to plant it up in seedling form what you need to do is when your uh, tomato seedling is around i don't know 15 centimeters high it's the perfect point to plant it up you get a plastic bottle and you cut the base off of the bottle, and you pop some holes either side of that. This is where you're gonna hang your bottle with the spout pointing downwards. The fiddly part is then threading your little seedling through the spout. Fill the rest of the bottle full of soil, and then hang it up somewhere in your garden. Give it a little bit of water, but the rain will do most of the work, and slowly your tomato plant will grow downwards, and you'll get incredible fruit from a tomato plant, Without using space on the ground. It's a great one. It's in the book. And remember you can win a copy. Just by tagging hashtag culture garden festival. Now talking of top tips for family gardening. I got my daughter to give you her top tips. Throughout these podcasts. That she feels would be helpful to you. I don't know if they'll be very helpful. Let me know what you think. But I gave her the microphone. I left them unedited. And I'd love to know what you think. He is one of them.
2: Fourth top tip. How to look after nature and wildlife. You need to, to help wildlife, you need to help your plants and grow them more, make more plants in your garden. And also, if you see any animals, be kind, don't start chasing after them. Like I said, a bird or anything, you scare it away, don't do that. And if you've got carrots or any type of plants going and birds go near it, don't run up to them. Just go, just wait, and if they try and steal one of yours, just go shoo shoo. Because you don't want to hurt them. You don't want to do that. So. That's another way to looking after wildlife and also to look after wildlife. You need to recycle. Isn't that true? Yeah. You need to recycle to look after wildlife and nature. And that's the same as nature, you need to recycle. Because if you don't recycle, all that rubbish of yours just gets chucked on the land. And that's how it's making the land. Earth. That, that's how it's making earth be like how it is. We've all rubbish everywhere now. So we want you to recycle to help nature, wildlife, and to help nature like like animals. Like if you see a deer or a poor like the other day I saw a dead hedgehog. Like if you see anything dead on the road yeah. You might just want to not help. well you help it. Or if you see a little animal on the road, you might want to help it.
0: Yeah, helping animals.
2: Yeah, because you don't want them to hurt. That's how to look after nature and wildlife. So that's the fourth top tip done.
0: And there you go. Thanks, Olive, for your top tip. It might be helpful. I don't know, it may be. Uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, that top tip and the interview from Lucy, the ideas and the trail as well. If you get involved, I'd love to hear from you for this year's Colchester Garden Festival. It's been absolutely amazing to be part of the first Colchester Garden Festival and each year I know it's going to get better and better. And I'd love to hear your ideas for it too. So remember, hashtag Culture to Garden Festival. I hope you enjoy the rest of your summer. And remember that if anything from this year's Culture to Garden Festival, if it's inspired you to get outside no matter what space you've got and become a gardener, then we're all winners here. Enjoy your garden and enjoy the Culture to Garden Festival. You've been listening to the Culture to Garden Festival podcast. Remember, there's three more other podcasts that you can listen to this year as you walk into town. And perhaps next time, bring some family and friends along the way to enjoy the trail and answer the questions where you can win a How to Get Kids Gardening book. There's so much to see this year at Culture to Garden Festival. And if you see any of it, take a snap and make sure you pop onto social media with the hashtag, hashtag Garden Festival. With thanks to InColchester and Colchester, remember the website for all the information on this year's activities is incolchester.co.uk forward slash garden festival. My name's been Lee Conley, the Skinny Jean Gardener. Thanks for listening and see you very soon.